0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Legal Queen podcast. So I release these episodes every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday at 6am. These episodes are recorded from my live Discord sessions where people from my community ask their questions all about family law and I try to answer them. If you would like to take part and ask a question yourself, I welcome you to join my Discord by clicking the link in my profile. Obviously, everyone that asks me a question knows that they're being recorded live for the podcast, and I'm not giving advice. All I'm doing is making sensible suggestions and signposting. So, enjoy the episode. Let's start with Butterfly. Butterfly, what's your question?
1: I had my final hearing um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, It was a magistrate who had run effectively the court
0: yes um
1: the hearing, the hearing did go in my favor um now dad is dad's solicitors are now effectively bombarding me asking me to effectively reconsider the court order um and to give more time in what he's in what he's been given um we think that he's probably going to appeal could you just tell me a little bit more about the appeal process because from what i'm reading online it looks like he doesn't need to seek permission to appeal the order because it was a magistrate it wasn't a judge who had made the court order um and what are his chances of success so how does how does it work like do they do they look at i i I guess they do look at each case but um what, what would they look at in terms of granting more time or not, or not extra time? But, you know, effectively, he's asking for more time um, with his kid, which the court didn't give.
0: So I can't tell you the success of any appeal that he will make because obviously I don't know anything about the case at all. So I would have yeah. no clue as to if his application for an appeal would be successful. Um, it's very mm. difficult to get an appeal. That's, that's the first thing I would say. So you can't just okay. ask for an appeal. You have to ask for permission to appeal. Um, so it's a bit of a complicated progr- uh, process. Um, and it's not something yeah. that he'll be able to do himself. He's going to have to instruct some legal help when it comes to appeal, um, because mm-hmm. the, the process of an appeal is that the courts have applied the law wrongly. OK, so mm. and, and because they've applied the law wrongly, then the decision that they've made is therefore wrong. So it it's really d- appeals are more academic um, than him simply okay. not wanting or m- wanting, sorry, more contact. They're very academic appeals. Yeah. OK.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think. There's been any mistake in what the magistrates have done. It's simply yeah. he just doesn't like what he's been given. Yeah. Um, yeah. So,
0: so
2: if it, his it,
1: it has written,
0: yeah yeah, I was going to say it might be that that he. It, it might be that he writes in to ask for a variation, and that the matter be passed up to a DJ, a district judge, as opposed to the magistrates, for the, for a, for an actual judge to consider. Um, but that's why the magistrates yeah. always have a legal advisor there, and the purpose of having yeah. the legal advisor is so that they don't make an error in law, um, and that they, ma- mm-hmm. you know, they're applying the law in the right way. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. All Thank right. Great. Thank Thanks, you. butterfly. Thank bye bye. Yeah. Um, okay. Fletch, you are up next whenever you're ready. What's your question?
3: So it's in relation to um, my sister's court case with her ex-partner. Um, there has been um, a court order made um, and the court order states that um, the father is to see her every Friday and Saturday. And when he's on leave, he has to see her a minimum of a Monday and a Wednesday as extras. Um, The agreement also states regarding Christmas that they have alternate Christmases. Um, She was allowed um, Christmas last year and then this year it's his turn. Last year when it wasn't his turn she also allowed him to have um, the child on Boxing Day and she's requested that the same adjustment be made for this year Um, and unfortunately he is declining. Um, She has then said to him about going back to mediation Um, And he is saying that that basically isn't possible um, due to there already being a court order in place. Do you know if that would be the case?
0: I mean, the, if there's a court order already in place, then obviously the parties need to adhere to that court order because the court have taken time out to make that order. But obviously if yeah. if circumstances change, somebody's breaching it or the actual conditions of the order turn out to be unfair, then absolutely it can be changed. I mean, you know, we change court orders all the time because the family dynamics will change. mm mm-hmm.
3: That that's kind of what we're thinking. Yeah, and it has very much changed. And whilst he's been away working, um, she still allowed his family to keep in to- uh, keep in contact with their daughter because obviously she didn't want to break that communication for them. Um, and she also wanted to do the best by her daughter, enabling them to still have a relationship. So that she was going to um, a familiar place. Yeah. Um, but now she's sort of in the circumstance where he's returned, and she's more than happy for him to see her but there doesn't seem to be he's breaking the court order by stating the days he's going to see her the days he's not and then when she's asking for sort of a a little bit of leeway he's just being really awkward to be honest so if she was to take it back to mediation how does she apply for that
0: well, she, she just reached out to a mediator to say that, you know, the, right. we, we have a court order currently. Um, it's not being yeah. stuck to. Um, it's causing mm-hmm. some problems. And could you maybe help us get back on track? It just it seems to me as if they've just fallen off track a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think I mediation might be able to get them back on track. And if not, then, you know, she's under no obligation to, to veer uh, sorry to veer outside of the court order. She can just stick to it. She can just put a foot down right. and stick to it. Okay, and
3: if he doesn't, if he doesn't comply to that, well, does, does she just take him back to court? Because obviously, there's days where he's, he's not going
0: to have Fletch. Who, so, so the, the children are with mum, I take it.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah the so,
0: childies, and yes. the, and the court order says that dad has the children on a certain day. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's not sticking so, to okay, yeah. but she's allowing him not to stick to that. Because what he's, nah. let's say he's to have the children on a Monday and he doesn't want them on a Monday, he wants them on a Tuesday. If she's making them available on a Tuesday, then she's complicit in that. So she can just put a foot down and go, you know what, really sorry, I thought it was working, but it's not working anymore. We now need to go back to a Monday or whatever the order says. And that's it. And if he doesn't nah. want them on a Monday, well, then he doesn't want them on a Monday. But she shouldn't need okay. to take it back to court. He will. If he wants to change it and wants different days, he should be the one to take it back to court. All right. right.
3: Okay. And then, if she, okay. if there is a variation, is it? Is there any way she can apply to the court to get that verified? That chance But
0: but only if she wants to. Yeah. She just she just make yeah. a C seventy nine application to vary the order. But only if she wants to. I wouldn't encourage her no. to do it because Dad wants to do it. Let Dad do it. See what's to me, right? Okay, yeah,
3: definitely,
0: right? All right, definitely. all right, thanks, thanks Fletch. Bye bye. A quick question on the TikTok. somebody's asked me if an SGO can be overturned. Yes, it can, but they are incredibly difficult to overturn just because they're not given out in a heartbeat, they are orders that are well considered by the court. Um, Rihanna, you are next up. What's your question? So
4: basically, um, I asked a question last week regarding my partner's proceedings, yeah um a guardian has been appointed um and there's obviously a solicitor involved um now alienation has been highlighted as quite severe in this case but mum won't allow the guardian and or the solicitor to actually speak to the children right um it's been it's gone back to court twice now um and she keeps agreeing i mean we're just sort of wanting to know really not like, where do we go with it because it's surely the whole point of them being appointed is that they speak to the children. You know, like, if you keep refusing it, then what happens?
0: Well, it's down to the guardian to do something about it, really. I mean, you know, the guardian may find an alternative or a way round and get the information they want without speaking to the children, or the guardian will insist that the children... that they be allowed to speak to the children. So it's for them to take it back to court. It's, It's... if they've been appointed as the voice piece of the children and for those of you that are listening that's what a guardian is appointed for so that the children have their own representation they have to represent the children to the best of their ability and that will mean talking to them she's
4: hanging back to court twice now um, and another urgent hearing (laughs) because what she's doing is agreeing it in court and it's out of court she's Saying no, so, and it's so, just getting a bit frustrated now because we're like, we'll, we'll go around in circles if this carries on. Well, by,
0: but by the sounds of it, the guardian's not letting it go, so that's good. And and it is frustrating, and it has to keeps having to go back to court. But at least the guardian's yeah. not letting it go. Yeah.
4: Okay. If mum continues to sort of like defy the court orders, will that sort of go? I mean, the judges have got more. Um, That I mean, I think we've got one of the most senior judges dealing with it now. Will it get to a point where they say, now, look, you've got to sort of cop yourself on? um, Because we're just worried that the longer it takes, the more it's going to be cranked up on the children um, in respect of the alienation.
0: So the judge has has the power, yes, to make an order that's in the best interest of the child. And, you know, as severe as removing the children from mother... Do you know what I mean? Okay. The, the court has yeah, the power. I
4: mean, it's getting thrown out, but we don't know whether that actually it happens often. Um, yeah, but, it, of,
0: doesn't, I mean, the, it the... doesn't happen very often, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, I haven't run too many cases where the children have been removed from one parent and given to another, um, you know. Okay. But, but it does happen, and, and the court has yeah. the power to do whatever it feels necessary it's, and that's in the children's yeah. best interest, yeah. Yeah, I
4: mean the solicitor representing them. His first opening statement was literally, "I've never seen reluctance like this with children," and it lands solely at the feet of the mother. Yeah. Um. So I think it's going down that sort of channel, but again, yeah. we just don't know. We sort of feel like we're in a bit of limbo. That's all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But by the sounds of it, that you know, at least you've got the Guardian there, so the Guardian's yeah. gonna gonna fight the children's corner, which ultimately is what we want yeah all right thank Thank you thanks bye-bye thank you bye-bye um quick question on tiktok somebody said would the legal queen ever be a judge absolutely not i would never put myself forward make the application or do the training I think it's probably one of the loneliest jobs in the world um quite frankly plus i couldn't do TikTok and discord how that wouldn't be much fun um tash lay 87 what's your question
5: hi so we had a um first hearing um for a very in november where it was advised that um my partner would have his son on holidays half time to be um to each child to each parent for the child um her paralegal has said that it didn't come into force until after the next hearing when actually it has um he's refusing to negotiate over christmas holidays and has sent an email saying basically he's advising us to get um representation if if we want to negotiate further as he won't is that something he can do
0: sorry who's he and who's she i'm getting confused because i don't know who you're talking about
5: Sorry, the um, paralegal is the representation for my partner's ex. And they're the ones saying that the order was not in force, even though the order states that they would have um, half holidays each. And her paralegal said, no, that's not in effect. When it was, they was also refusing to negotiate and advising to appoint someone.
0: Right. So what's your question of me again, sorry?
5: Are they able to... Do they have any right to say that we need to be represented and no we know that they've given no 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 no
0: you, you you don't have to well they're not advising you they're advising their clients that's the first thing but no you don't have to have legal advice in a children's matter you do have the option to represent yourself if you want to um, if a court order has been made and you don't feel that the other side are sticking to that order or that there's a misunderstanding, then you have to take it back to court. You, If they don't want to negotiate with you, they don't have to. OK, okay
5: that's fine. It, it was just that it feels very one sided. We've said that we were not going to be represented. And
0: yeah, that's that- fine.
5: Go on. Um, and he's he said that he's not going the paralegal's not going to negotiate with us further over cri- the Christmas holidays. And right. what's been offered is what we are given, and that's the end of it.
0: Okay, that that is slightly unreasonable. But all you can do is take it to court. Okay, great. All right. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Tash. Bye bye. Uh, Ben. So
6: my question is, I'm going through divorce at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I would like to purchase a new car. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering if I purchase a new car and the divorce is going through, will my ex-partner have rights to that vehicle as an well,
0: asset? Well, it not. Will she have the car? Yeah. So technically, what will happen is it goes down on the for me, if you like, as an asset. Um, but will she, you know, she doesn't really have a right to the car because you've just bought the car and you need the car. But of course, it's going to make it look as if you have slightly more assets. So then you might get slightly less of another asset unless you've got finance on the car, in which case that'll cancel it out. Do you see what I mean?
7: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: that's what.
6: that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. I mean, even if I can afford the car outright in cash. Yeah. I was thinking of getting a loan, a bank loan in my name. Because yeah. then it's, it's everything's stated to myself, so that she can't then touch any of that, can she?
0: No, no. She and she couldn't anyway. The court wouldn't take your car off you to give it to her. They would simply make an adjustment using another asset. Perfect. Yeah. All right, that's perfect. All right. Thanks very much. You're wonderful. welcome. That was all I needed. All right, thanks, Ben. Bye-bye. Thanks. Uh, next up is Dignity. Whenever you're ready, Dignity, ask me your question.
8: Well, last week I, I was—I um, just received some forms and I wasn't really clear on them. And uh, now I, I've just looked at it over the past week, obviously, and there are four forms attached to uh, a, a, an email from my wife's solicitor. Yeah. And, and they are... They are um, form C, which is the instructions from the court. Yes. Uh, they seem to be a cover uh, page for any extra information I might send. Yeah. Separate from what is. Mm-hmm. And there is a form G, yeah. which is for me to say I can't go. Yeah. There's also something, It's. it looks, it is the form A. Yeah. But it is not a title form A, okay. Uh, what I'm trying to figure out is I've received these from my wife's solicitor. Yeah. Should the court send this, these to me? Why am I receiving them through the other through, solicitor?
0: Because because the the court will serve you. When the Form A was sent in, the, the, the other side would have put your details on and the court will serve you directly because it's all done um, Sorry, electronically.
8: Tracy. Sorry, Tracy. Can I, uh, the court hasn't served me. I've not received anything from the
0: court. Right. I've only received it
8: from her solicitor.
0: Oh, OK. Well, then, um, then the, court, the, the court have sent it out to the solicitor and asked the solicitor to serve it on you. Either way, it doesn't matter.
8: Uh, uh, well, it sort of uh, matters to me because I don't um, get on with solicitor. Uh, why, why, um, the solicitor. Why... The form A, the reason it matters to me is because the form A... It's not titled for me it's maybe the case that uh, the solicitor or, you know when you apply on a portal it's different from the form is it different from the form that i i would download if i was there? yes 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 it. it is it looks slightly different yes that's so right it doesn't have, yeah so it, it, it's not something that looks the same um but and, uh, i still find it hard to accept maybe this is my contrarian nature, I mean, <laughs> and I think totally unreasonable to say I've uh, emailed the court and said, you know, I want you to send me the instructions to me. Um, I had had two months of toing and froing with the my wife's sister through email, and I can't see why it wouldn't be difficult. It would be difficult for the court to just use that email or her, maybe not to submit it. Well, I for for, for... I... I say so from my point of view i should receive the forms from the court and, and not through um, a
0: solicitor I I a think. Look, it. you you can you can um, have your your opinion and and your judgment, and that's absolutely fine. Um, the fact of the matter is, the courts aren't going to send them to you again. You have them, um, so I would I would just simply move on with with that point and and save your energy for. If this is a difficult solicitor you've got on the other side, then there's going to be plenty more opportunity um, for them to to be even further difficult in the future. So I, I, I would let that bit go, let it go.
8: Um, yeah, I find that hard, I must say. Um, I'm just looking at the, at the forms and really there, there's, uh, because of the nature of the form, I think I spoke to you about this as well. I did speak to you about the, um, the reason for not going to Miami and it was put down on the form that there is evidence and, you know, since then I have read uh, that the judge would actually ask for the evidence once it went to court. And there isn't evidence. I mean, I've got the evidence it was on her behalf that she was cautioned, you know? this is yeah, and i'm I'm trying to imagine the things in my mind which are saying, well somebody's making a judgment because there was a some some some, some what's the message of abuse, the fact that uh, there was any at all would would mean you can't really. I don't know why because I've asked for mediation and it's me who is on the other end of the abuse Mm. and it's her who has the caution and for some reason again you know it seems the court can how can they just ignore that I know I know you told me it not brought up but it's actually written down on the form there is evidence that it says that the any court that that it has to be brought to the judge this evidence now there is isn't evidence how can her solicitor bring this forward There's well evidence to bring this
0: forward. well then they won't be able to um, that they, 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 they won't well, be able to will they so
8: well, as I say am i am I going beyond the stretches of reasonableness to say can she argue because there was an incident
0: it won't but abortion. we as as I, as I said before um, it it won't it won't have any impact on the finances at all not at all
8: I, I understand that tracy but can you not? Uh, the, the the reason is um, I'm feeling that all of this sort of approach is there in order to kind of soften me up and by me just accepting yeah. that, you know, the court can communicate through her solicitor through yeah. the applicant to me. It's sort of saying, Well, we're taking you out of the situation altogether. together. I feel like I've been the one that's victimized. I uh-huh. feel like the court doesn't even want to communicate with
0: me. So no, don't don't I, don't, don't say... think don't don't think that. Now listen, it's it's all a matter of perception, okay? Your perception yes. is yours, but it's very different to the court's perception. And if the other sides are pressing your buttons, you are allowing them to win. Okay? It's all about strategy. So as I say, I know it's really difficult for clients when I when I say this to my clients, don't get emotional about this. Don't overthink, you're overthinking it right now. You really are overthinking it. You okay. wanted to be served the papers from the court and they've come from the other side and you don't like the other side solicitor and he's been really unreasonable and that's what you're focusing on. And honestly, you, you, you need to let that go and you need to put your focus into the form um, you're going to have to do a form E and complete that form G Crazy. and the f- yeah. I, 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 I
8: say there was a uh, month of going on with the solicitor because I'd already completed a form E. and already okay. done everything okay. that would have been done in court in order to avoid you know going to court. Uh, well, but,
0: um, they 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 again, dis- they they want to go to court and and that's fine. You they you do, yeah they don't do. don't let them uh, get to uh, you. That that you're being uh, reasonable, uh, they're not. So you just have uh, to accept what,
8: that. What I'm saying is, The court is getting to me because if, you know, how can it go forward if if we turn up at court and the judge must say, where's the evidence that you have refused to go to the Mayan for and it can't be provided? They won't. They won't.
0: They won't say that. Trust me, they will not say that. The courts never, ever, ever ask about mediation. And the reason they don't ask about it is it's a voluntary process. If somebody simply doesn't want to go to mediation, for whatever reason, that is their right. It's a voluntary process. So the courts will not ask. They will not ask.
8: I mean, is there a difference between mediation
0: and the MIAMS? No, no, no. The, The MIAMS is the form that the mediator will give you in order to make the court application. So that's all the MIAMS form is.
8: Okay, I'm, again, right. I'm, I'm being unreasonable because I've looked through the paper and the paper says you know, that uh, if you are going to make the form A, if you are going to make this claim, that you must bring that evidence to court. So that's not true. That's what you're telling me. You you have to I send. You have to send. The yeah,
0: yeah, You have to send the myams form into court or claim the exemption on the form A. That's what you have to do so maybe she's claimed the sure. the she's ex, uh, claimed the exemption to the form a because she says there's been domestic violence in the past but what i'm telling yes, you but, but, is get get over that yeah. point leave it honestly leave it you are right at the beginning of what's going to be chances are right. a very long process let that go trust me let it go
8: right. I find as a litigated person, if there is no need to produce evidence, then what is the point of a court? You you are, yeah, but you're you're overthinking this.
0: Honestly, let it go. Let it go. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Okay, Okay. bye. You too. Bye-bye now. Right, we're going to move on to Silent Man. I get that it's hard I really do get that it's hard you know and and you do get emotionally involved but sometimes you've got to trust someone when they say let that bit go when you get to the end of the process and you can look back you'll be like ah I get it now so sometimes you've just got to hand that judgment over and say you know what okay I'm gonna let it go silent man what's your question
9: just to echo what you just said there to anyone else listening um it's you do need to wait for that and then once you get there you'll realize exactly what you just said for yeah. everyone else listening because i've been there so i just want to echo what you just said
0: oh but, thank you um
9: in terms of uh one calling, i believe you remember i actually called in the early part of 2022 um regarding some flavor and attempts of a court order um being breached consistently by my ex-partner in relation to my child okay um and i was asking you you know what you think the court are going to do uh, in terms of this so essentially what i did is i just emailed the courts um, and naturally they just sent a response back just to sort of say well if you feel that there's a flagrant breach you need to sign and file file c c7 etc etc um, but you'll be pleased to know that what they actually did is when they sealed the order they took away um the bank holidays that she had where they would kind of go over my time in the holidays so you know we like good friday easter friday easter monday christmas day and all that kind of stuff
0: yeah because she was abusing those to her own advantage um and they took those away and additionally
9: they added additional point in there as well to sort of say he can collect his child from school if he wants to and there is nothing stopping him from doing that because she was attempting to do that as well so it was all good news there in in terms of that so just going on what you said there if you trust the process they will basically see sense of what's going on as the court and make the right yeah. decision yeah um i also asked you and this was my question really and um, i also asked you at the time that you know we've been separated since like a year and a half and she's still not applied for a divorce and i didn't really understand why and, and neither could you um she's actually done that now uh, she did it herself, oh, good. Uh, online yeah um and i got the uh the, you know the notification through i've acknowledged it and added a few bits in there i mean i know it's might be relevant, might not be relevant, but they, one of the questions is have there been or has there been any active or inactive cases relating to this marriage? Um, you might agree that it's not relevant. I thought it was subjective, really, but I added in the child arrangement order court yeah. uh, reference and all that kind of stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. She left that part out. Yeah. Under financial orders, she's actually put um, the applicant does not intend to apply for any financial orders at this time. Now, I understand that because I've got no assets in my name anyway. It makes no difference. Um, But the key words are at this time, right? So, you know, there's nothing stopping that from happening in the future. My intention is to apply for a clean break consent order, which I know that only a legal representative can do. And I know that I can only do that after the 20 weeks have passed. What happens if... You know they doesn't sign that do i do the d11 then which postpones the process for the divorce application until that's done or can that just continue
0: well if 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 you can't get a financial order by consent then you have to make a, a court application so that the judge can make the financial order um, and yes, if you feel that by having the final order in your divorce is going to impact that financial settlement, then you would ask that the court don't make that until such times as you've dealt with the financial order. Um, so it it does make the process a little more complicated, but more more so long-winded when there really is no need because a clean break is simply we don't have anything and we just want to sever all financial ties so to have to go to court for that seems totally dispro. well it is disproportionate
9: very much so and would it be the d11 that i then have to sort of um, sign if she doesn't want to do that,
0: you so you would apply using that application form if you if you if you don't want the court to make your um financial your final order, sorry, with the divorce.
9: Right. Okay. Okay. No, that's fine. It's just that the, the reason why I was always going to do that anyway is because I've obviously got a pension, almost like everybody else. Yeah. Um, it's not massive. I thought it was massive at the time, but having I mean, spoken to a few people, they said. It's not really massive, mate, and it doesn't really count as real money because you don't really get that for the next 20 years anyway. Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah. And it, it's not like if there's 30 or 40 grand in there, whatever it is, it doesn't mean that she gets 20. It's actually worked out as a percentage of what you get per month, and that's how it works. It, it's not like a lump sum that she walks away with. Um, I do well, wrong on well that, but that's, that's what that's,
0: I've been told. Yeah. So that that's not strictly true. We are looking at all contributions yeah. that you've made during the relationship and we're looking at all contributions that she's made during the relationship, and we're sort of adding them together, and the starting point is to divide them in half. And then if there's a pension share that's applicable then after doing that exercise, we are going to lift that lump sum from your pension pot and put it into her pension pot. So you're quite right, she won't get anything right now, or neither neither will you, but it will be removed from your pension pot. Now, there are some exceptions to the rule. For example, if it's a military pension, um, that may not happen. Um, but yeah, it, it, it happens behind the scenes. No one benefits from the pension cash until retirement. Well, unless there's a lump sum payout at 55, for example.
9: It's the private one. So okay. I, mean, I don't really know. It's, it's not um, one of those. And the only reason why I obviously want to do that as well is because it's been brought to my attention that even though she said she's not going to apply... As what it states in the form. Um, she has made tentative inquiries um, for certain things that were purchased. I mean, I don't really know what her intentions are behind that, but yeah. um, that's, that's what I've been informed of. So, okay, cool. So, clean break consent order I can apply for. If it's not signed, then I can apply for a D11, which would then elongate the process, but then draw everything out in terms of what everyone's got, no matter how significant or insignificant. So,
0: so the Form A is going to start the financial application... The Form right. A will start the financial application. Your, your, your D11 is, is you asking the court not to make the final order in the divorce. The divorce and the finance process are very separate, very separate. Yeah. OK, so if you want to stop the divorce from getting to the finish line, you can submit your D11. But then if you want to start the financial application, it's a Form A.
9: How long should I reasonably give... Um, from the 20-week date, because I can't do anything right now anyway. All the legal representatives said you can't do anything right now until that 20 weeks has passed. How long would you say is a reasonable amount of time for that to be responded to before doing the D11?
0: Well, you've only got six weeks from when your conditional order's made to being, her being able exactly. to, to apply. So, you exactly. you yeah, I mean, if I would be sending her an order to sign now and if she doesn't sign it now, then you know now. So you just make it now. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be waiting. She'll either sign uh, the financial I, order or she won't.
9: I genuinely thought that you can't do it after the 20 weeks have passed at the conditional order date. Do what? Um, send that clean break consent order.
0: You, you can't send it to court, but well, I mean, I've got, I've probably got a, good 30 or 40 clean breaks sat on my desk signed by both parties and we're waiting for the conditional orders to be made and then we send them straight into court so you you can you can you can get it all ready and get it all signed yeah and of course that's the indication if she's going to do it or not she won't sign it so you can you can send it to her both of you sign it you've then got to do your d81 and then you'll just hang on to it until until you can submit it to court
9: you said d81
0: What's a D eighty one? So D eighty one, you you Google it, but it's the form that goes along with your financial order when you send it into court. If you're doing it by consent. Oh, okay. Alright. Okay. All right. It's not it's not an application, okay. wait, wait, wait. it's a form that you fill in. Okay. Brilliant. Oh, oh, All right, okay. thanks. Bye. Lisa M, you are next up.
10: Okay, so um, I've, um, I'm going through divorce and trying to get the financial stuff sorted. Yeah. Um, About um, eight, about a year ago, um, earlier in the year, we got to a point where we did a voluntary sort of consent order with, with my solicitor and his solicitor, and it was sent to him. Now, he didn't sign it at that time and just went to ground with no communication at all, even though I was like, what we, what are we doing? Why didn't you sign? All of this, he just sort of just didn't respond. Um so now I've been forced into a situation of taking to court to, to get this sorted. Um and, and I mean the reality is it's gonna it's gonna cost a lot cost a lot of money really um in, in doing so. Um I, I mean I've tried to do some of it myself as much as I can, but I think I'm gonna need a solicitor for the for the day really. And um uh, he's now text me sort of like fine hour, just saying um right, can we just go back to the original um original uh, sort of agreement then and you buy me out the house because that's all there is really is the house um i mean there is my pensions and i i don't really know what his he's got but um uh i've it was, but, but I, I said to him well no actually you know i i can't trust you we're at this point now um i, I can't tr- i can't trust your words you know i can't back down now and um i suppose my, my question is like so i said to him in the text well, you you if you, if you want to put something together with your solicitor and, and put an offer on the table, then I'll, I'll, you know, consider it. But I'm not doing it without any legal sort of representation behind, you know, we're not doing anything. I'm not dropping the court. So this is happening. So uh, can he do that at any point? Can he put forward sort of? An offer or Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah, he can put forward okay. an offer and if you agree that offer, then go back to his solicitor and ask them to put that into an order and then you both oh. sign the order and then it's sent into court right. and you ask the court to make that order and vacate the hearing. Okay, so he
10: can he can do that like that. Yep. I text him saying you go you go. You, you put an order in writing with your solicitor and, and come back to me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, otherwise, otherwise, it's going to court, so he can do that. Yeah, right. yeah. That's, that's and the court the know, court so.
0: encouraged that as well, so they, they will encourage that for the parties to do that.
10: Okay, okay, great. All right. Okay, let's, uh, let's hope. Yeah, thank you very much. Great. Okay, thanks,
0: thanks, Lisa. Bye. 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 Hello, S. How are you?
10: Um. So I'm sitting with my partner, who I've
11: had a uh, girl I'm married with, um, I've had a kid with him. I'm just concerned about how that split will be with a child, basically. Um, so, he, so it's the reason I'm concerned is because I used a donor egg, um, and he's biologically the child, so we're both legally the parents. But um, well, I'm just wondering, would he have more right, because he's, he's the biological child? No, so you have
0: no you have he, you both have parental responsibility which means that you share the the rights and responsibilities towards the child even
11: though he's yes, by
0: if he parent if, if he has parental responsibility then you'll both share it
11: does he yes, have parental responsibility um yes he
0: does there we go so you'll both share the rights and responsibilities together nobody will trump anybody okay. else
11: yeah, I'm just concerned of how the judge would see it and uh, whether it's more favour to him just because of the biological nope. part.
0: No, nope, not at all. Not at all because you okay. both got PR.
11: Um, another thing is um, I want you to ask about the financial part which was um, he's living in my house uh, et cetera for, since we got married. Um, he wasn't recontributing really contributing you know, et cetera but obviously because it's not legal I and mean, he married in the UK is not recognised I suppose. Um, just wondering how that would be now that Obviously, there's a child in the mixes
0: of so you're not able obviously to make a financial claim because you're not his wife legally you're quite right there um if you feel that you need financial help to help with the child then you do yeah. what's called a schedule one application using the children's act okay okay um, so that's how you do that will
11: he, I suppose will he be able to make a claim on my my sort of property I suppose my asset will he he's been living be living in there
0: no, well, it, it, that will depend. You'll need to take legal advice on this because that's going to depend if he's made a significant financial contribution. The, these are these are fairly loaded questions that you actually need some legal advice on. So I can't give you okay. a yes or no no to this because you you can he make a claim on your property potentially if he's made a financial contribution. Yeah, he can. If he can um, claim, so he's he got had, a beneficial interest. So yeah,
11: that made any sort of I guess improvements to the house which would increase the value um, just monthly payments as opposed to me directly uh mm-hmm. to contribute to food and etc mm-hmm. but not anything that would be major
0: based on what you've said then no but again i'm going to suggest you take legal advice
11: okay all thank right you. okay thank you so much
0: thanks. For your help today. that's all right thanks S. bye-bye uh, jess you are next up
2: um, so, basically, my mum my is currently going through a divorce. Yeah. And my dad has basically applied to, um, for something called a financial dispute resolution. Okay. Um, my mum's solicitor has basically been useless.
0: <laughs> oh. And
2: my mum can't afford to pay for the solicitor or for the costs towards the financial dispute. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of on hold at the moment. i just wondered... We've already tried to apply for legal aid and that's something she can't get. Okay. Um, I just wondered, because there's a date set for a hearing on the 22nd of December. Yeah. And I just wondered what happens if she doesn't attend that or doesn't provide the information that my dad's solicitors requested.
0: So the matter could be adjourned, Jess, which means it's put back to the new year. Um. But if, if mom can provide the evidence, um, then she can represent herself if she wanted to. She doesn't have to have a solicitor.
2: Yeah, they, we, we have looked at that. But the, the main thing is the the cost, costs of, of the of the court. Because the from what the solicitor has told us, it's going to be from anywhere between about 15 15- £20,000. That, but which that, is something she that,
0: can't afford. so that won't be the court, Jess. Um, there'll okay. only be one court fee when an application's made of £275, and your dad would have paid that because this is his application. So, if okay. your mum attends court on her own, represents herself, um, she yeah. will, she will have no other fees to pay. They don't charge you when you go to court, not at all.
2: Oh, okay, so there won't be, even though I don't know whether it's been done like privately, but it's just from what the solic- I don't know whether that's just the solicitor's
0: costs that she's been quoting. Possibly, possibly, a solicitor might have told her that if she wanted legal representation, it would it would cost her that much. But if if mum can do it on her own, it then the court certainly aren't going to charge. She can just turn up, um, she can take part in the hearing and she'll leave, and there'll be no bill for that.
2: Okay, because as well, um, my dad did, he did try to do like a mediation. Yeah. Um, Which my mum did the first meeting with the mediator and then her solicitor advised her not to do it um, because essentially my dad wants my mum to sell the house whereas yeah. my mum wants to keep the house. Yeah. Because my dad can, he's currently in work, he's got a well-paid job um, but he's got good pensions and he yeah. also got quite a hefty inheritance when my grandma passed away earlier last year. Yeah. Um, so my mum doesn't have a lot. So, but he's just, they can't agree. So it's just, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Medi- <laughs> yeah, mediation would have been a good move, I must admit. I, I always think, you know, if, if you've got the opportunity to go to mediation, then by all means go. Um, What she's entitled to, Jess, I'm going to suggest that your mum, even if she can only afford one hour with a solicitor, one hour will be able to at least give her the bones of an agreement and what she should be asking for. But going back to your original question, tell her not to worry about actually um, having to pay anything for court. All right. Um, So, yeah, uh, sorry, it's just so confusing with
2: all the costs and everything. So it's financial dispute resolution. Is yeah, it different from financial order, then, or is it sort of the same thing? Or
0: what? so the financial dispute resolution is the name of the hearing. Okay, so we've got a final okay. hearing, got a first appointment, and we've got an FDR. That's just the name of the hearing. When, okay. when the judge makes a decision at that hearing, he will give your mum a financial order. Okay. okay. So yeah it, it's just it's just a little bit of a, a legal language.
2: Okay, but like you say there's no cost nope. for going to court. No
0: cost for going to court at all. She won't be presented with a bill if she turns up at court on the twenty second of December from the court. Okay then. All right. Okay. That's Lovely. Fine. All Thank right. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jess. Bye bye. Uh, Carly Howe, you are next up. Um me and my ex have broken up, but we have a
7: little girl. Yeah. Um and he refuses to pay for her and now we contact. Um so the child maintenance service are involved um, and they sent a letter to to take him to court but that's things like that's got sent ages ago. I don't know if do you know my question will be um, do you know if anything will come out of that or if he will just keep on getting away with it.
0: Um but p- potentially Carly, I mean it, it, it will be for you to bring that to the attention of the court.
1: Okay.
0: So, so you, you can let the court know exactly what's been going on? And so how, because
7: obviously I will go through the child maintenance and they've said they've, they've taken it to court, so
0: how would I end up taking it to court? Though? Well, yeah, but if, if if they've taken it to court, you might be invited to go along to the tribunal. So in the CMS, I, I call it court, but it's, it's a tribunal environment, which is more or less the same sort of thing. Um, and if you're invited there to, to give evidence, then you can let them know exactly what's been happening. I mean, it's not great when you're caught up in the CMS system um, because obviously, you know, they, they've just got millions of applications and, and I know people don't rate the CMS very highly. Um,
7: yeah, I right know, and I know, like, like from what he's, what he's said, like, we don't really talk about either. Um, yeah. He said that when he used to get the letters, because he knows people who have been caught up in it, he just chucks the letters because he knows he can just, he's, gonna,
0: he's not going to get caught kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's a difficult one. It does, doesn't fall under the family court, unfortunately, so you, you will have to stick it out with the CMS. But if they do take yeah. it to court, ask if you can go along and give evidence, if you wanted will, to. Yeah. yeah,
7: I think, like, yeah, like, I know they are in the process of putting them to court, and I will, yeah. I will ask to go along. It's very helpful.
0: Thank yeah, you. no worries. That's fine. Thanks, Carly. Bye-bye. Thank Bye. Saber, you are next on my list. How can I help?
6: I separated from my wife back in um, January of 2021. Yeah. Um have got nothing written down. Um, I've tried mediating with her to get um, divorce and financial stuff all sorted, but basically she's refusing all contact, like everything. Um, she has at one stage also refused access to my children, but that's now sorted, thankfully. Yeah.
0: Um,
6: my question for you, tonight basically is purely over a storage unit that we have together and um, basically we moved out of our rented property put everything into a storage unit and um, so by all of our possessions that's um, mine hers and the children's and um, and so I'm, I'm purely paying for that over 200 pound a month um, my question is because she's literally refusing to speak to me entering into any conversation about that property the items within that storage unit where do I stand legally with like, effectively getting rid of it a lot of it to be fair is rubbish and um, but there's items or hers that do hold a bit of value like hundreds of pounds if you like that if I was to throw away or get rid of she would potentially or has said in the past to uh, like accusing or threatening to get me arrested uh, for causing damage to her property. I think there's um, a couple of really refusing to do anything
0: about it. Yeah, there's a couple of things that you need to do. First of all, be really sure that the email address or the postal address that you are using is actually getting to her because if she did end up taking you to court, you don't want her to say, "Well, I never got notification of this." So that's the first thing. Um, second thing is you you start a stream of letters so you make them very formal and you make them very clear and you may have already done this already but the first one will say please come and collect your belongings you've got four weeks to do so for example or I will dispose of the belongings or I'll sell them whichever and then the following week I would do it again you know further to my letter of the 6th of December um, please note that there are three weeks remaining you know please contact me on this number, this email, this address to arrange a suitable time to collect. And I would do it again at two weeks and I would do it again at one week. So that if she ever did take you to court, you have lots of evidence to say to the court, look, I gave her a month. You could even be more generous and give us six weeks. Um, But at least you are creating a a, a, a chain of evidence, so that you've given her notice. You've you've been very clear about if she doesn't collect them, you will then have no choice but to dispose of them. And then what you could do is just get rid of the rubbish. Anything that's of value, well, you can sell it, and you might want to just put that money to one side for her. Um, but ultimately, if she's ignoring you, then you can just go ahead and get rid, really you can't hold on to it indefinitely she can't expect you to yeah, no.
6: oh, that's brilliant thank you i mean i had essentially that's what i thought the answer would be and i have created a um, more or less like you say an evidence trial um but it's been going on essentially for years and i said to her over a year ago i can't keep paying this i've got other things to pay obviously with I'm no longer living with her, so I've got my own financial situation now. Yeah. So I can't afford to be paying over £200 in storage fees. Yeah. Um, which is just purely for her stuff because I've moved all. The... I mean, the kids' stuff is literally like a box of things I could, I could take out and store easily. But yeah, yeah it's all primarily her stuff. So yeah, that's brilliant. Really been very helpful. I mean, I contacted this solicitor probably over a year ago, and, and they weren't clear about it at all. Like you've just been. Um, oh. they, they more or less told me to hang on to it, otherwise
0: you could get me arrested. <laughs> no, that's that's not true at all. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I I would start again, and and if you're if you're if you've been doing it for a year, make reference to that. You know, say, look, I, I, yeah. I have started this process a year ago, but actually I do need to put a deadline on it now. So you've got six weeks, for example. And then I, yeah. I always yeah. think if you write every week, the court, the court can't argue with that. Just be sure, as I say, that she's actually getting the correspondence. Yeah, I know
6: where she's, she's living with her mum, basically, so I know, I know the address. and My kids are okay. there, so I know, like, if I record delivery, the, the letters, I know she'll get them.
0: Yeah, fabulous. Okay, good Thank
6: luck. Thank you very much for your help. Know.
0: You're welcome. Bye-bye. Right, guys, I'm going to sign off because it's after six and I've got to get down the nail bar tonight. It's my only opportunity um, this week and I'm busy this weekend and they shut at seven. So I'm so sorry. Um, Sorry to Katie Lou, Ems, Betty, Traffic Light, Mary and Butterflies who are still waiting with their hand up. But I am back tomorrow night at five o'clock. So I will happily answer more of your questions around family law then. Until then, thank you for joining me, everyone in discord in the lounge um, and um, take care of yourself. We'll talk again tomorrow, uh, sorry, talk again tomorrow night at five. So until then, take care. Cheers, guys. Bye.